Hi everybody, this is God Saad. I guess most of you are now aware that uh, Justin Trudeau has been re-elected as Prime Minister of Canada for the third time. And so what I thought I would do today is not focus on, you know, the the fact that uh, this happened, but rather to talk about a particular psychological reality that relates to how difficult it is for most people to change their opinions once that position is anchored as though it is, you know, in steel. If it isn't concrete, it is impossible to shake someone off their position, which is exactly what makes a lot of my public engagement so difficult and why you need so much, uh, you know, of persistence uh, to convince people to move from an anchored position. So if you think that losing weight over the long run is difficult, we know that roughly 95% of people end up failing in their weight loss journeys over the long haul. Uh, try getting to change someone's opinion. Uh, now, it is very rare for people to do so. Uh, and there are all sorts of reasons why this happens. Uh, the reason why I'm mentioning this is because there certainly was an extraordinary amount of compelling evidence for people who voted for him in 2015 to then not vote for him in 2019. And if that wasn't enough to not vote for him in 2021, of course, there was compelling reason for everyone to not vote for him starting from 2015. But my point is that there was tons of incoming information. You could argue some of it was positive, some of it was negative, but you would think that if someone like him with all of the realities that we faced with him, all of the ethical scandals, the criminal scandals, the black faces, the wokeness, the, 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 the you know, being a laughing stock on the world stage and many others. Again, I don't want to rehash all of his uh, uh, faults. If none of that was able to convince a sufficient number of Canadians that it might be time to go on to someone else, it exactly proves the adage that it is truly an impossibility or a near impossibility to alter people's minds. And so I thought I would read for you two great quotes. One is much longer than the other from two of my books. One is from The Consuming Instinct, my uh, 2011 book, and another one is from uh, The Parasitic Mind. So this is first from uh, The Consuming Instinct, uh, page 275. This reminds me of the brilliant quip by the Harvard economist John Kenneth Galbraith, who reportedly stated, quote, Faced with the choice between changing one's mind and proving that there is no need to do so, almost everyone gets busy on the proof, close quote. In other words, nobody wants to change their mind. Everybody wants to get on the proof that their position is the correct one. It's very, very hard to get people to be anchored off uh, position that they hold. And then a much longer quote, which is at the start of chapter 7 of the Parasitic Mind, page 141 and then 142. So I write here, along with his two co-authors, Leon Festinger, the pioneer of, theory, of the theory of cognitive dissonance, reminded us more than six decades ago about the difficulty of getting someone to change his mind. So again, think about the population who decided that it didn't matter what information they received about Justin Trudeau, they simply were not going to vote him out. 
And by the way, the popular vote uh, in the 2019 and 2021 elections, if memory serves me right, were both 33% for the for the uh, liberals. So again, imagine you're being prime minister when two-thirds of the nation did not vote for you. But the, the, the important point here is that it's 33% in both elections, meaning that, I mean, you can't say that it's every single person who re-voted for him, but it shows you that there hasn't been much swaying. Although in the 2015 election, it was, I think, 39%. So it went down a bit, but here he still is prime minister. So here we go with the quote. It's a long one, so bear with me. A man with a conviction is a hard man to change. Tell him you disagree, and he turns away. Show him facts or figures, and he questions your sources. Appeal to logic, and he fails to see your point. We have all experienced the futility of trying to change a strong conviction, especially if the convinced person has some investment in his belief. We are familiar with the variety of ingenious defenses with which people protect their convictions, managing to keep them unscathed through the most devastating attacks. But man's resourcefulness goes beyond simply protecting a belief. Suppose an individual believes something with his whole heart. Suppose further that he has a commitment to this belief, that he has taken irrevocable actions because of it. Finally, suppose that he is presented with evidence, unequivocal and undeniable evidence, that his belief is wrong. What will happen? The individual will frequently emerge not only unshaken, but even more convinced of the truth of his beliefs than ever before. Indeed, he may even show a new fervor about convincing and converting other people to his view. Now that is one hell of a brilliant quote. That's why Leon Festinger is a great student of human nature and a great psychologist. It perfectly captures what we see in the political landscape and what we saw yesterday with Justin Trudeau. What I see when I engage people, it doesn't matter if you offer them 10 arguments for why their positions on an issue are perfectly contrary to those of Justin Trudeau. Yeah, sure, you're right, Gad. I just, I have to vote liberal because I'm a liberal person. Yeah, but the liberal platform contains a lot of illiberal values. It doesn't matter. I mean, my, my dad voted liberal and, you know, Justin just is a nice guy. So all reason goes out the window. Now, again, it, it, it's a bit jarring to see that as, some, as, a, as someone who studies, you know, psychology of decision making, because it truly shows you how irrational we are as human beings. It truly shows you that even on such profoundly important decisions like who you're choosing to hold dominion over you, how many ta- how much taxes you pay, whether you're allowed to travel or not, whether you should wear a mask or not, whether you should be, uh, you know, it should be mandatory vaccine or not, and, and, and all the rest of the governmental intrusions that we see. Uh, when it comes to choosing our leaders, rationality goes out the window Policies are unimportant, logic is unimportant, reason is unimportant, evidence-based thinking is unimportant. Once I make up my mind, Hercules could not shift me from that position. And that's exactly the reason why in the start of that chapter I put that quote. Because then I offer the epistemological tool of nomological networks of cumulative evidence 
that are meant to try to move people who are otherwise deeply anchored in their positions. If I can build you this big nomological network that drowns you in a tsunami of evidence, hopefully I stand the chance against the default value of humans, which is I will never change my opinion. Truly humble people, humble in the, in the, in the deepest epistemological sense, are those people who say, hey, when I know something, I know. When I don't know something, I don't know. And if you show me evidence that this proves that which I thought I knew, then I will revise my opinion accordingly. That's what an honest uh, purveyor and, and, and consumer of information will do. Good luck, Canada. Take care, everybody.